Hello and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. Tonight we're going to be remaking our uh, Pacific. We're going to be remaking our Heroes of Pacific City characters in the uh, Sentinel Comics, the RPG system. Uh, the universe has changed, and so we must change with it. Right. So special. So this is a special uh, Sentinels session pre-session. Yeah. Bonus. Which also works to introduce people to the system and character creation in general. Yeah. I have done the... I've taken the hit for everyone and not read any rules, so I will be the Watson for this evening. <laughs> Alright. So, um, more than I think any other game uh, we've played so far, Sentinels has a very ordered character creation. There are steps, and you have to kind of do them in order for character creation to make sense. Yes. For So there are two ways that you can do it. One way is you basically just roll on a series of tables, and that gives you your character qualities. The way we're doing it is what is called ordered way. Uh, so they're... Constructed. 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 Oh, wait, no, I don't know anything. Ah, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joe, you gave the game up so fast. Shit! But uh, constructed is basically we're going to go through the tables and pick things that work for our characters. So it takes a bit longer than the roll of the die way, but it allows for a bit more flexibility. Yeah, and more importantly, we already know what our characters are going to be like. I'm going to be recreating Epimethea. Joey? Well, to give to give a little bit of background for people who haven't listened to Heroes of Pacific City, um, I will be remaking Brandon Hart, who is a normally mild-mannered um, film star, um... So he transformed into a boisterous uh, uh, wrestling-themed superhero uh, named Mr. Medium. Uh, so my character is Gene Ondori, a uh, young up-and-coming person being trained by his father's dojo, who also has the ability, uh, because of his family bloodline, to summon the power of his spirit, a magical entity that allows him to use supernatural abilities. And he has taken this uh, to fighting crime and general superhero stuff. And since... Everyone decided to talk about the backstories after I'd introduced my character. Um, Epimethea is a nerd. She, she's a nerd from the future who has come back to try and stop some ill-defined apocalyptic event uh, from happening and destroying everything. Uh, she's disguised herself as an ancient bronze statue. Uh, it, she actually doesn't move. She's to the statue. <laughs> An animate ancient bronze statue that wields "quote unquote" godlike powers. Yeah. Yes. Imagine Wonder Woman, but bigger, and her skin's bronze. Yeah. And as like completely changed archaeological like history by making an, an, an actual Greek temple appear somewhere on the west coast of the Americas. <laughs> yeah. So. um... Now that we've kind of introduced the ideas behind our characters, uh, we can get started with step one, which is determining our character's background. Uh, so your background gives you some starting qualities. Qualities are uh, a hero's more mundane ability, stuff that's not superhuman. Um, uh, I guess you could say anybody could have a quality, but only superheroes have powers. Uh, so there are 20 different backgrounds. We're going to kind of go through... Uh, Look, look at them and uh, figure out which ones are best for us. They're also going to give us some dice we can use later on in character creation, as well as picking our first principle, which is kind of a driving motivation of our character.
so for Epimethea, I chose the anachronistic background. It's basically made for time travelers, which is what she is. Um, so I got a D10 and a D8, and I've applied those to the qualities. That's the her kind of human characteristics of technology and range combat with a D10 and technology. I also got an esoteric uh, principle, which I picked the principle of the time traveler, which is, you know, kind of self-explanatory. She is... My choices were basically time traveler, time traveler, time traveler. <laughs> and I got a... Just D10. slam dunk that pick. Yeah. And then I got a D10, D8, and D6 for my next section. Okay. So I chose the uh, background of the performer. Uh, that gives me a choice between a couple options. Uh, and I chose banter and acrobatics with banter at a D10 and acrobatics at a D8. Um, that gives me a, a D10, a D8, and a D6 for my powers. Um, and... Uh, my principle is then based on the responsibility category, um, and for that I chose the principle of the team, which, to give uh, background, it's kind of, uh, the idea is is you f- that you kind of focus on your life as part of the hero team more than your normal life, but that awards you some benefits, so you can kind of take advantage of that um, and claim yourself as, you know, I'm part of the team. Mm. Turns out uh, a dude that basically talks like Macho Man Randy Savage and can throw a car gets a lot of respect. Yeah, but the problem is you also have to maintain that image. So the minor and major twists are all about like, oh, you let the team down. Oh, you weren't supposed to throw that car full of children into the bank to stop the bank robber. Which car did you throw? The diplomat's limousine! <laughs> Alright, and for uh, Seishin, uh or Gene, I chose the background of Unremarkable because Gene had a pretty regular life growing up until basically he started his path to herodom. Uh, this gave him a, a couple things. The things I chose was a D10 in close combat, because, you know, martial artist, and a D8 in the insight quality, which basically means that he's good at sussing out people and figuring out what's, and has sort of a good wisdom score if we're going to crib from other systems. <laughs> and what principle did you pick? Uh, I chose a principle of the, it gives me a principle of the identity, which I chose the principle of ambition, which is basically Gene has something that he wants to do or figure out. In this case, it's who is behind his mom's murder and to punish them. Uh, it's But it's all about basically juggling this ambition with other responsibilities. So the minor twist is that how did the pursuit of your goals interrupt your ability to be a hero? And the major twist is what did you lose because uh, you had to pass up for some reason? Mm-hmm. And then I also got a a D10, a D8, and D6 for my powers. Alright, so next we're going to pick our power sources, which will give us, um, well, more dice for later on when we do archetypes. But it'll also give us our our major selection of powers for, like, where our characters actually get, like, their superpowers from. Okay, so for power sources, I was a little bit conflicted about either using Powered Suit or Genius for Epimethea, and I've decided to go with Powered Suit now. Uh, so that gave... That means Epimethea is now dumb as hell. No, she isn't, uh, because I actually took, um, on top of the Powered Suit power, I got Lightning Calculator, which is the, I think, very fast power, and I also got a signature weapon, so instead of Epimethea wielding a bunch of different weapons now, 
She's going to primarily be just using her bow and arrow. The comic book artist got kind of sick of drawing the arsenal every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, you know, a new company bought a, <laughs> bought out uh, Pacific City Comics. Um, you know, they brought in some new staff. They wanted to take things in new directions. <laughs> Sometimes they got they forgot some of the old continuity, so things are a little bit different. Um, so I also got uh, two yellow zone abilities. Um, uh, explosive attack, which I've renamed uh, the Poseidon Arrow, which allows me to basically attack multiple targets with uh, my max, min, and mid dice. But if I, uh, if any of those dice match, I also deal damage to myself, because I got, you know, too close to the epicenter. <laughs> and then I also picked up Onboard Upgrade, which I'm not renaming, which lets her make boosts with her power suit. Basically, just... I shoot you full of nanomachines. Fight better, damn it. Well, boost herself. Oh, okay. I shoot myself full of nanomachines. Ah! I also got a uh, green ability, um, uh, which uh, I, I had a choice of two, but the one I picked was uh, basically armor because she's in a giant like bronze robot. Effectively, is the power literally called armor? The power is called damage reduction, um, which lets me reduce damage from either energy or physical. You couldn't just call, you couldn't think of something like, you know, Brass Skin of the Gods? Oh, uh, I mean, I had a name for this power of in, Har- in Wild House. I think it was called, like... Like a fe- uh, Hephaestus' armor or something like that? No, I think it uh, was a uh, Talos reference. Hmm. Uh, it'll be renamed by the time we actually get there. <laughs> Tanned Skin of Talos. <laughs> um, and then I got a D10 and two D6s for my next set. Hmm. So I went with uh, <clears throat> Supernatural for my power source, uh, and from Supernatural I picked uh, Vitality, um, I took uh, Leaping, because that's uh, Mr. Medium's main way, uh, method of conveyance, um, I took Density Control, with kind of the idea of being, I was going to take Strength, but then I was like, hmm... Density control makes more sense with what I'm planning to go with going forward. And also, I like the idea that Mr. Medium thinks he's super strong, but in reality, when he, like, throws someone, he's actually making them less dense. And then when he's jumping, he's making himself less dense. And then when he's elbow dropping, he's making himself very dense. So, that's kind of what I'm going to go with. Um, so, it's, it's, it's selective density control, but not really controlled within the context of his understanding. Um, and from that... Uh, Supernatural, uh, I chose uh, Area Healing, which I renamed uh, Kayfabe, which for those not in the know in wrestling, it's the uh, collective understanding that things that, that wrestling is real um, and that things in wrestling that are happening are real. Like, for example, they're in insane levels of toughness and durability. The fact that The Undertaker is actually dead, no, really. So that gives, that allows him to... Uh, Heal everyone around him, strengthening them, making them more kayfabe, um, more in line with kayfabe, um, as being undefeatable heroes of legend. Um, and additionally, I took uh, Reach Through the Veil, which I've renamed to Tag In, which allows me to essentially uh, take a hit for a friend. So with the idea being is that they're about to take the big move, I slap their hand, jump in, their, jump in the, the way of the attack. Um, and my dice were uh, 2d10s and a d6. Alright. So for Gene, um, his powers are mystical in origin. 
So this gives them a couple things that we kind of had to tweak a little bit. Again, different from Supernatural. Yes. Big difference. Distinct entities. Um, so Gene has, of those powers, the ones he chose were telepathy, which is basically his spirit's ability to implant suggestions into people and machines. Um, we've also decided on part detachment, which doesn't mean that Gene can, like, have his arms come off, but more represents uh, his spirit's ability to, like, be in a place where he isn't and punch people. So it's like he's got an extra arm that's defending him over there. Yeah. But his arm isn't actually detaching. Yeah. And uh, awareness, which in this case in uh, works as kind of his spirit's supernatural reflexes. Uh, the ability to sort of grab and knock bullets out of the air as they're coming towards him faster than Gene can really realize. Uh, from those, he gained uh, two powers. The first is Mystic Redirection, which I've renamed... Abilities. Abilities, sorry. Um, the first is Mod uh, Mystic Redirection, which is uh, renamed to Spirit Shield, which is basically Gene using Ki to block attacks for one person, but then... Um, it's redirected. It's not really block. It's blocking them by redirecting the attacks towards Gene. So then he has to defend against those. And the other one is Modification Wave, which I have called Yokodama after Kiai's signature ability, which is basically boost or hinder using, uh, in this case, it is going to be telepathy, and um, and apply that mod against multiple nearby targets. So it's basically Gene just kind of going, all right, all of you are going to imagine you're going to be on fire. Maybe not to such a sadistic degree, but that's sort of the idea. And now a bunch of enemies think they're on fire. Correction, I forgot one of my powers. The very last and most important power, which is what I use for my kayfabe ability, uh, which is Presence, which I've renamed to Hype. Mm. So by, power, by the power of pure hype, I'm able to bolster my friend. And in Gene's case, he also gains a D10 and in information ability which is Criminal Underworld info, because, hey, Gene used to run with some gangs, and turns out he still has some contacts from that. And he gets a D10, a D8, and a D8 for the next section. All right, so now that we've got our power sources, we need to pick our archetypes, which is basically, like, a, how we heroes. So we there are things like Super Speedster, Physical Powerhouses, Blasters, um, Psychics, all that general kind of stuff. Um, and that's going to basically round out the rest of our uh, yellow and green abilities, as well as uh, let us pick our last powers and qualities. All right. Um, no. All right. So for my archetype, I've ended up choosing the Gadgeteer because I feel like it fits the, not necessarily the Epimethia I've played thus far, but the Epimethia I want to play. Um, as much as it's the Gadgeteer, I'm, I'm pulling it more in a leadership capacity. So um, I added deduction and inventions to her powers and creativity to her qualities. Uh, creativity is at a D10 and the other two are at a D6. Um, for abilities, I picked up... Um, I forget what the original name was it, but I'm calling it Athena's Insight, and it lets her boost using her lightning calculator power. Was that Analyze Weakness? No. Okay. No. Um, Different thing. No, this one is, lets her boost her, uh, herself and two other people. Oh, nice. Which I think is kind of making up for that, how she used to make leadership checks in the... Uh, the previous we system. Yeah, when we were playing Wild Talents. Um, Analyze Weakness, which I need to think of a better name for, um, lets her... Uh, 
hinder using her deduction power. Mm. So it's pointing, it's literally pointing out weaknesses on, on the enemy. Uh, and just kind of like, again, team leadership kind of stuff. Uh, and then uh, I picked up Snap Decision, which again, I'm going to rename eventually. But it lets her boost using her power suit and then attack with a, uh, using that boost. Um, and I pick, picked up the, uh, for my principal, principle of ambition. Um, and her ambition is the reason she came back in time to stop the apocalypse from happening. Hmm. It's a fair thing to try and aim for. Yeah. Alright, well, um, I decided to dig my own grave, in a sense, <laughs> and pick the super complex form changer, but I think it'll work really well for what I kind of want to go for, um, at, as Brendan Hart is a, or Mr. Medium is a medium for spirits, you can take on different, um, spiritual personas. Um, with the idea being that he changes forms by being possessed by the spirits of wrestlers. So he, uh, by taking form changer, uh, I have to essentially create different modes for him at different levels. Um, so I have to have three, so I have to have a base form, which I'm planning to be like the face, um, of the baby face form. So like the talky one that has, uh, that's good at using the mic, um, that one is going to have the ability to, uh, in base form, uh, have the promo ability, which will allow him to kind of like set the stage and transform into a different form based on how he does his promo. Um, uh, and also he's going to have the heel turn uh, slash high flying ability, which allows him to, in a pinch, swap to his other two forms, which, as the name implies, are e- the uh, heel form, which is the kind of mean, uh, like, kind of dirty fighting form, which has the ability that when it's attacked uh, in close combat, it can attack or hinder. So, you know, throw dirt in their eye or, you know, do a cheap trick. Um, and then the other form in, on the green level is the Lucha form, which he embraces his masked wrestler heritage get, and maxes out his ability to use leaping um, and uses leaping for his attack abilities, allowing him to uh, boost or overcome by using leaping. So he starts flipping around. Um, I also gained an, a new power um, and two new qualities. Um, so uh, the new power kind of goes into the last form, which is the Mania form. That's his uh, yellow level form. Um, and what it allows him to do is uh, use the new power of size changing. So he is possessed by all the spirits under his, uh, uh, all the spirits that he is aware of, and he becomes massive. And then is able to attack all enemies in his vicinity with his new massive size. Uh, additionally, um, as a red power, uh, he gains the ability, which originally called uh, emergency change, is now called change booking. So he gets attacked, um, and from there, when when he's attacked, he is able to change forms, but he uh, takes a minor twist. So he changes the his angle. He because he goes from being a nice guy to suddenly he was a bad guy all along, which, you know, the crowd might not like, so that might, might cause a minor twist. Oh, Brandon Hart's jumped the shark again! Yeah. Um, and uh, additionally, I gained the two qualities of close combat, so just to get some uh, martial arts ability, and magical lore, to because he understands more about the spiritual world, which is kind of employs like the spirit sense thing he had back before, where he can like kind of understand and, like, feel the presence of spirits and magic. 
Uh, and he got two uh, d10s for personality dice. And it's your principal. Ah, uh, yes. And I gained a new principal, which is the principal of magic, which means that there he is aware of a otherworldly force, uh, and that otherworldly force can affect him in various ways, cursing him in some cases. I like how the person that has interacted with wizards the most doesn't have the principal of magic, but you do. Yes, because it's magical ghost. Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, in completely the opposite direction, turns out Gene is. Super easy for archetypes, because he's just close quarters combatant. So uh, he gains the powers of strength and vitality, which basically gives him the, you know, the super strength that Kiai has demonstrated, and also his innate toughness. Uh, as well, he also gains the quality of persuasion, because Gene was relatively good at talking to people back in the previous game, so I wanted to add that there. Uh, in terms of powers, he basically just gets different versions of how to hit people. Uh, the first is Precise Strike, which I'm calling uh, Ki-Ai Jab, which is attacking with aware, which attacks with awareness. Um, ignore all penalties on this attack, ignore any defend actions, and it cannot be affected by reactions. And I'm kind of fluffing this as Ki-Ai's supernatural senses kind of spot a, like, opening between the opponent's defenses that maybe even Gene isn't really aware of, and when he attacks, Ki-Ai just kind of goes for that. Uh, in the opposite stance, uh, we have Offensive Strike, which I've called the Ki-Ai Haymaker, which is Attack with Strength, uh, and you use your max die for the attack. And then Dual Strike, which is uh, Attack one target using Close Combat, and I attack a second target using my Min Die. And the last ability is Throw Minion, which I haven't really figured out a cool name for yet. Uh, but I attack with Part Detachment, because it's basically Ki-Ai grab, like, moving away from Gene to grab something, and then throw it, which... Well, like someone. Someone, yeah. Uh, so I attack with Park Detachment. The minion defense uh, attacks another target of my choice. So a nice two-for-one deal. Uh, I then also gain a responsibility principle, which is the principle of family. Uh, my family is an important part of my life. And in this case, this is not just also Gene's flesh and blood relations, like his father, but also his community, as his dojo kind of acts as a... Uh, like community hub, as it were, for his for his community, and as such, I gain minor twists based on people from my community either compromising what I'm doing or being put into imminent danger. The lowest lane clause, as I like to call it, and I gain two d10s for the personality section. Yeah, everyone needs two d10s. Hooray! All right, so personality um, is going to determine our status dice, um, and uh generally let us um, add a, a specific, a new quality based on our backstories. Uh, it's honestly pretty simple. I don't think it'll be too hard to make. It's, yeah, it, it, the only thing that's really important is that this uh, determines also your uh, greed, your status dice. Yeah, yeah, I said status dice. Okay. okay. All right. So we've all picked out our uh, our personalities. Uh, Epimethea is analytical, which means that she gets a D10 in green, a D8 in yellow, and a D6 in uh, red. So as things go worse and worse and off her plan, she's a lot less useful. She keeps trying to think, okay, how do I get this back on the rails? Yeah. Uh, when she's out, she can uh, remove any bonuses or penalties uh, once per turn. And... Uh, I gave her the quality of future historian to kind of represent her incomplete knowledge of the present. Okay, uh, well, 
Mr. Medium uh, has been defined as uh, impulsive. I, I'm actually thinking maybe I'll go back and check out Divided, which allows you to have two personalities, so I can have a in-mask and out-of-mask, since Brandon Hart isn't exactly an impulsive person. <laughs> that being said, uh, as an impulsive person, Mr. Medium has a six, uh, a green six, a yellow six, and a red eight D8. Um, which also, but a lot, but that allows him to upgrade one of his powers. So I've upgraded uh, hype to a D12, which allows me to shuffle it around a bit with my form changer ability. Otherwise, he has literally maximum hype. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, my extra quality is um, acting, which is acting in all caps. And your out ability? Uh, my out ability is. Um, the hero who goes directly after you may take one damage to reroll their die pool. Hmm. Nice. Uh, so I don't know if we mentioned this, but out abilities are the abilities that you can use if your character is taken out of combat, where it basically means if your health ever gets to zero. Yeah, because death's like not really a big thing in this game, as yeah. far as I'm aware. I mean, it's not really a big thing in superhero comics to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you just get taken out for, and then uh, it's fine later. Yeah. Uh, so for Gene uh, or Sation. Uh, I chose the quality of Decisive, which is a D8 in both green, yellow, and red. No matter what the situation, no matter what's going on, even if Gene does not know who or what is going on, he knows he must punch. Uh, his out ability is that he can boost an ally by rolling my single part detachment die, which is basically, Gene's knocked unconscious, but that doesn't mean Ki necessarily is not doing anything. So it appears around players, usually punching stuff out of the way, or just generally, you know, clearing the way for them. And, uh, I think, and the, uh, quality that I got is Sensei in Training, because Gene is always looking to try and help people improve and become the best they are, because he's a literal shonen protagonist, and that's what they have to do. I believe in my Nakama. Yes. Nakama means friend. Translator's note. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, now we just have to pick our red abilities. Uh, but what are red abilities? So, our red abilities are the abilities we get in our most crucial times. Um, because of Joey picking Form Changer for uh, Mr. Medium, he already starts with one red ability. But you get two! Yeah, but you get... Uh, we're going to pick two more now, and these are going to be based on the qualities and powers we've picked up to this point. Yes, you need to have at least a D6 or higher in a quality cat in a power or quality category in order to choose red abilities related to that power or quality category. All right. So, for my red abilities, um, uh, I picked uh, one for my um, intelligence, uh, or, sorry, not intelligence, uh, what's it called, uh, my mental quality, which uh, I'm calling Burst of Genius, and it allows me to boost using my creativity, uh, defend using my mid-die, and hinder using my min-die on anyone who attacks me. Uh, and then I, for my other one, I put... Uh, for my other one, I chose Arrow of Zeus, which is an attack using the Artemis bow that uses my min plus mid plus max die, and all of the bonuses my character currently has. Hmm. So, for mine, I chose uh, a physical quality, one based on physical quality, and one based on uh, my uh, <clears throat> athletic powers. 
So, um, for my athletic powers, um, I chose push your limits. So I can do an infinite amount of reactions, but each extra one take I take one damage uh, or a minor twist. And for my physical abilities, I took finishing blow, which is uh, an attack using that quality, which would be close combat. Um, I'll use my max die. Um, and remove any number of penalties from the target, and then add my min die to the attack each time I remove a penalty. Alright, so uh, for mine, uh, my first one is a part of my physical qualities, which is, in the book it's called endurance fighting, but that's probably going to change, which is whenever I attack a target with an action, I also hinder that target using my min die. And the second one, uh, which is part of my social qualities, is inspiring totem, which uh, I've renamed Let's Get Crazy. Which is, when you use an ability uh, action, you may also perform any one basic action using your mid-die on the same roll. Alright, so all that's left now is to calculate our health and do our one retcon. Um, I think the retcon... Does the retcon happen after because it might affect the health calculation? Yes, sorry. Retcon first, then. Alright, so retcon basically lets you go back and make a small edit to your character. Um... So you can swap any two dice for your power, swap any two dice in your qualities, choose a different power or quality used in uh, used in one of, of your abilities, uh, add a d6 power or quality from any category, increase your red status die by one size, change either of your principles, or gain an extra red ability. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to increase my... Uh, red die from a d6 to a d8, so I mean, he isn't quite as much of a panicky mess when things get super tough. Alright, for my retcon, I think I'm going to take mutable form. Uh, nice. I'm going to take an extra red ability, which in this case will be mutable form, which allows me to uh, roll three dice um, and do three actions. So I'm assuming it's like not, it's me like swapping forms rapidly or like I get real big and then make part of myself small or. You know. yeah. You know what I think? Have you ever played, uh, like, the, the Shadow of Mordor games? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you know when you do the, the stun attack, and, or, like, the multi-counter, and your character does a thing, and then the elf ghost comes out and does the other counter? Oh, yeah, maybe, like, a, a ghost. I summon ghosts to do other things. Yeah, so, like, you do one thing, and then two ghosts pop out of you and do something else. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, like, go, ghostly do- doppelgangers. Maybe I'll use that for, for a character change in the future. Yeah. Uh, and as for me, I also chose to take another red ability. Uh, I took Resurrection, which I'm calling Get Back Up, which is once per issue, which is once per game. Uh, when I go down to zero HP, I can roll my Vitality, Close Combat, and Red Zone die to recover that much HP instantly. So what you're saying is that your uh, Ki reaches into your chest and starts beating <laughs> your heart to beat again. Yes. That or... <laughs> they just start punching you with a limb. Yeah. <laughs> It's doing it to the beat of CPR. Live, 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 live. Or like Ki is doing the thing where like he injects into me a scary, a very scary memory, and it just causes adrenaline to like pump out of my body. I'm like, oh jeez, <laughs> no way, glass. All right, so now Not uh, the we're gonna calculate our hit points. So that's going to be eight plus the max value of our red status dies plus the maximum value of your choice of one athletic or mental quality, and sometimes uh, things like power suit or other things can change that. Um, And then either a roll of a d8 or a 4, your choice. Okay, so So that would give me 30... What is it? 30. Uh, Oh, you're just taking a 4? So I would be... So I'd be... Really? That's it? Yeah. So yeah. 
Well, that's so that's your max. How do you get 40? I guess just get really lucky. Well, okay, so you have a d12 in a... Oh, d12, and then you roll an 8, and then you get an 8, so that's 28, and then you have plus 10, so that'd be 38. No, you have a d12 as your status die as well. Oh. Yeah. You'd have d12 as quality or or power, Mm -hmm. d12 as your status, uh, plus 8, and then you roll an 8, and that's 40. Okay. So I've got, so 8, my status die is 8, so that's 16. Uh, plus my athletic power of strength, which is 10, which gives me 26. Uh, and I will risk the d8. Oh. Look at this ballsy guy. Why haven't you got a 1? Well, oh. then Gene will deal. Yeah. Then you're stuck until you... 3! I'm only slightly below average. I'm not taking the risk. Um, 29. Okay. Alright, so... He could, we could have had the same hit points. 8, plus I've got 10 creativity... Plus eight for my status. Three. Plus four. So I also have 30. 22 and 11. Yeah. And then we have ranges for that. So um, for me and Joey, it's 30 to 23, 22 to 12, and then 11 to 1. Mine's 29 to 23, 22 to 11, and then 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. And that is everything. Yep, that's it. So uh, I guess we'll probably do maybe some sort of like intermission game sometime soon and then uh after that we'll uh launch into the campaign yeah all right well thanks for listening everyone and hopefully this gave you a bit of better intuition as to how to start your own sentinels game or at least the system in general mm-hmm. whenever it comes out for people who didn't back the kickstarter ah yes you you will find out soon <laughs> mm. all right good night everybody Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.